Once I left high school, the world became a magical place. Things just seemed greener, the air was crisper, everything just felt lighter. My Sunday evenings were no longer scary. I can say wholeheartedly, for nearly eight years, I have never, if rarely, felt scared during a Sunday evening. When I left mainstream education, I went up to my room and cried. Not my juvenile, oh, cries at everything. I wept as if I was grieving. It was done. A door closed and not long after that, the family car door closed, filled with all my things. I was on my way to university. I was nervous, I was anxious, I was excited. And when I got there, so I entered my dorms, put my stuff in my room and said goodbye to my parents. It was that night I got to meet one of my dearest friends in the world, Gregory. Not his real name and there'll be plenty more pseudonyms throughout this series and even in this episode. But our friendship started quite simply quite magically we were chatting in the living room it was just the two of us that moved in first of the flat there was five of us and we just chatted sharing our interests it turns out we watched similar tv shows we were quoting the golden era of simpsons late into the evening chatting about life wondering asking what were we studying what do we like what do we dislike what are we interested in and to cut a long story short eight years later we're still friends we live together in our final year we still meet up in our little group of friends video chatting and calling as often as we need and visiting each other he was not only my friend he was one of my closest confidants at university and someone i could depend on he provided me with hope and perhaps to this day i pester him a bit too much and if he's listening i'm not sorry And as a little private joke between us, he knows that I am his social PA. And still, since university, I still hold that title. But that was my housemate. And his degree and course and major was something completely different to mine. Then came the first day. I'll tell you all now what I studied at university. Journalism and media. It was there that I met two of the greatest people ever. Don't mistake me, in my course, I met amazing people. I met many that I like and still keep in contact with, many who excite me and challenge me and make me wonder. I made many friends during my university period. And while I know that sounds like a brag, and I'll be bluntly honest, yes, it does, it is a little bit, because given that I had very little friends in high school to come into a place where I can flourish and meet new people, it was such a change. It felt like... I had had this internal makeover. I felt confident, better. I wasn't weighed down by any bizarre social hierarchy anymore. And when I met the two greatest people of my course, well, in my opinion, some of the greatest people of my course, I soon learned that the world was just so much more exciting and bigger than my small little town. Andrew I met on my first day and he seemed like a really nice guy and he he is, in my opinion. He's still one of my closest friends. Kyle, I still speak to regularly. We're still great friends. I consider him one of, you know, one of my closest friends. Kyle, I know a little bit longer because we met on our interview day. And I remember when he asked my name and I turned around and we both recognised each other. I was quite relieved to see him because truth be told, when we had our interview day for the university, I always wondered what happened to him. And we went to the same university and then we met Andrew and it all worked. And just to clarify, yes, Andrew is another pseudonym. I made many friends at university during that time. Again, I know it sounds like a humble brag, but it was simply one of those places, one of those phases where I just found a good group of people. I want to say to you listeners that you do not necessarily find 
angel people in university per se. You might not find them at school or university. You might find them at work or at a club that you join or in one of your interests. And I can assure you it works because, okay, again, while under the backdrop of university, I went to a badminton club for a few weeks at the beginning of my first year and I met somebody. Claire. Now, Claire was quite a funny meetup because when I saw her, I just started chatting. I just went over to her and said, hi, how are you? And we started talking. And it was there that I took a risk and told her one of my favourite embarrassing shows, which is Neighbours. And I have no shame in admitting that to you all listeners. Yes, I am a fan of that Australian soap opera. And she shared it too. And to this day, we still talk about it. To this day, we still chat about it. We message regularly. I consider her one of my best friends and I'm grateful for her friendship. But that was at a club. She does not take the same course as me she did not live with me it was a simple small leap of faith just by joining a club so to those listening i'm telling you you will find those people you will find the people you connect with in the best ways in the silly ways in the most embarrassing ways who knows but they are there not necessarily in university at work at a club walking around town while chatting in a supermarket you'll find them take that leap of faith take that risk and just go say hi because those people will teach you encourage you to care for you and they're good People who only want the best for you. People who are generally just good people. For instance, Robbie, while he was at university, he did find his people, but at his part-time job during university. Just in like the first week, honestly, I was working where I really felt like welcomed. And I guess it was that all throughout high school and early on in college, like I really, like the the first, you know, when I was meeting people in the dorms, I had to really just like force myself out there and it didn't always work, you know, and I didn't quite vibe or mesh with the people that I was with. And then I started work at Woodstocks and after my first shift, the guy that trained me was really, really nice guy. He was the assistant general manager at the time. And he just like, I got off work and he was like, you know, Robbie, you're eating dinner or you're eating with us, you know? And I was like, why did I, you know, and he's like, just come on, just come sit down and, and, and hang out with us. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and he just like really, you know, pushed how welcome I was as opposed to just like, hey, if you want, you could come eat with us. Like, no, come on, come sit down and you'll you'll meet everybody. And so I sat down with a few people, a few managers that had worked there, and they just made me feel like right at home, like immediately. You know, they were just really kind and welcoming and overtly there, which a lot of, you know, workplaces aren't like, and you, and you don't have to be like, you know, you can be friendly without being overtly welcoming, but they went, you know, the extra nine yards. And then that weekend after they like invited me out and we just, we went over to another coworker's house and there was maybe five or six of us just kind of sitting on a couch and, and hanging out and and chatting and listening to music and I was the new guy and this uh, other girl a really good friend of mine for many years just was like you know welcome to the Woodstocks family was what she said to me and you know gave me a hug as I was leaving and I was like oh okay cool these people like actually want me around you know and it was just it made me feel so much more confident in myself and more just happy because these people went out of their way to be extra welcoming which you know is not something that many people do all the time and is maybe for somebody like me who's not who wasn't as naturally social something that I really needed and so that kind of like pulled me out of myself and, and welcomed me into that group and 
I worked to to be a part of it. And then as I was more confident and I had my group of friends in later years when I was a manager there and when new people started, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily Mr. Social Butterfly, but I went I tried to go out of my way to welcome people. And maybe I'm not as good as that as as those people were that welcomed me, but it made such a huge difference to me that I tried to be that way with other people if I already had a group that I could welcome people into. And so that made a big difference was just like the people being overwhelmingly friendly. And it was, you know, it was just like that first shift and like several meals after that. And then in the first couple weeks, I went to a few different parties and just how welcoming everybody was, which was a function of the workplace. And it was also a function of Santa Barbara and the town of Isla Vista too. But yeah, it was, it was that overt welcoming that really brought me into the fold. So while Robbie had his friends at Woodstock, for me, university was just one of those places where I flourished in life. I made friends. I met interesting people. I was so grateful and am grateful for the experience. It was a place where I was surrounded by several streams of intelligence, of knowledge, of wit, of joy, of endless experiences. The conversations we had at last until 3am, where we discussed our futures, our hopes, our dreams, our fears, our anxieties. We played video games till 4am, we watched history be made. And that the beauty is those conversations still exist. Maybe not up until 3am, but they're still there. Listeners, I can sit here and endlessly compliment and praise the friends I've made. Be it Andrew, Kyle, Claire, Gregory. From the first night of staying in halls where I met Gregory. From going to badminton club and meeting Claire. Again, obviously not her real name. From meeting Andrew and Kyle in my course and so many more people throughout my journey of university. But I have to say one of the biggest joys in those early years of universities was meeting my lecturer, Bianca, who believed in us, who didn't limit us in our course, who always made sure that we kept an open mind and was an excellent mentor to many of us. And to have someone that believed in us and reminded us not to make our bubble small or to section everything off was a huge relief. Well, I mean, that's what I meant about going to university to get an education rather than a job, right? So it's about setting yourself up for lifelong learning because that is what is required, you know, in the contemporary environment. You are constantly adapting and changing. And if you are able to set yourself up to be able to feed in from multiple sources in terms of your learning. So learning doesn't only have to be formal. You know, you don't have to be doing a course, whatever that means, in order to be learning learning you learn from each other you learn from experience you learn by doing you learn you learn from your friends you learn from your networks you learn from reading you learn, you know all of these things are learning resources and materials and if you compartmentalize things so that they only exist within a module or they only exist within a course then you run the risk of missing the big picture and not being able to connect those different types of learning in different ways and that is a valuable skill to have to be able to go out out and take ownership and responsibility for your learning through the rest of your career you know I mean how did I go from being course director of journalism to course director of digital media part of that was some formal training that I did because I was interested part of that was engaging in projects and doing you know experience in terms of that part of what that was that I have a PhD that's in a related area which is a long time ago now you know all of these things together meant that I was able to 
articulate the skills that I have, which may not have been directly in that, to move into a, a different area. And again, and you pivot again, and I think that's what's really expected of the current environment, that adaptability, that flexibility, agility, that ability to recognize I have skills and I need to articulate them in such a way that it's visible to people that even though I'm not in that sector, I could be and I could add value in that particular way. In a pool of new people embracing the unknown, but to be surrounded by such new, interesting people excited me. The joy I felt, the at-homeness I felt, if that's even a word. To describe that immediate click is like opening a thousand-piece puzzle and finding a piece that's already perfectly connected to another. Was it the whole picture? No. It was only a small part of what my life was, or is, and is going to be. But the feeling of, that's right, this works, this is already solved, this is connected. It felt so natural, so it won. Listeners, do not mistake me. I faced trials and tribulations at university, exhaustions and downsides, as you would at any period of life. But not at any point did I regret my decision to go. Not at any point do I regret the people I've met. And I've never looked back and thought, what if? It was a decision I made and I'm proud of and stand by. And had I not made that decision, I wouldn't have met all these amazing people, all these interesting people, all these absolutely fascinating people. And this podcast wouldn't exist. I honestly don't think it would. Or maybe it would, just not in this form, not in this format or not on this topic. So trust me when I say to you, you'll find those people and make sure you look for them too. Look for those who challenge you in the best ways or encourage you to do better or be better. And those who will be honest with you. Wherever you are right now, provided it's safe and you're being respectful, approach that person in a coffee shop. Learn to talk to those people. Learn to say hi or take up that club. Because that's where those friendships are made. They're forged. Especially when you move into a new city or a new stage of life. Take those chances. I did. I do. I try to still. And if I didn't, I certainly would not have met Gregory, Claire, Andrew, Kyle, um, so many other great people. Even the people I've interviewed for this podcast, Robbie, Kate, Dylan, my lecturer, Bianca. So many amazing people are out there. And if you're a little bit older listening to this, don't be afraid. Go sign up for that course. Sign up for that degree. You'll find a way. You'll find a way to meet and talk to new people because that's where friendships are forged. They're made, they're kept, they're maintained, especially when you go through the big changes in life because they are just some of the greatest people I've ever met. And while I look back and I'm grateful to every single one of them, and if I have never not told them, I'm telling them now, I'm grateful to have met every single one of you and to all the people I've yet to meet, I'm looking forward to meeting you. So take those chances, go say hi and go meet some of the greatest people you don't know even exist yet. Take a chance, have a laugh. Happy listening, guys. Take care and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye.